Welcome to Gone with the Wind, where we try to figure out the difference between a caucus and a primary, and we discuss it. Oh, nope. Sorry. My bad. That's <laughs> politics. Just kidding. This is Gone with the Wind. Talk about the movies, guys. Cue the music. Hey, everybody. Just want to throw in a little bit of levity over there, because how about this political race? Am I right, guys? Throw the rest of that out the window because this is about movies for today. And we're going to have a little bit of math as well, as well as some winners and see how all those correlate. But yes, this is Gone with the Wind, the show about award shows where we talk about, you guessed it, award shows. I have a panel today, a panel. I have a panel today of uh, Abe. Many. What up? How's everyone going? Are we live or are we recording? <laughs> we're recording. We're not live. <laughs> okay. I'm, I made the thumbnail in advance, and this is going to be a shorter episode so I can get it up tonight. So, But technically okay. speaking, yes, it is today. Tonight? Today. Okay. What up? Okay. <laughs> we have Ryan. Hey, guys. Caucuses are a mess, but also the best thing ever. So don't Ooh. kill them, please, Americans. Don't kill oh. them. Oh, okay. Ooh, I'd love to hear. I wonder if this is all done. I'd like to hear that because... A mess, but also the best thing ever. I want to know the thought process behind that, because now I'm fascinated. Um, but this is not this is not politics. We will not talk about that here. I get that enough when I go to work in the morning. So I, I work in news, so everyone knows that. So that's why I'm, I like talking about movies, because I don't get to talk about that enough at work. That's why we made this podcast, guys, so we can talk about movies, because we're not in the movie business. Avery, mm -hmm. you going to say something? Oh, I think I can miss school on March 3rd. I cannot go with, to my lab because my... <laughs> just something dumb. Continue. I was like, where are you... <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. Um... Oh, no, since I don't know. I can go to both to a primaries in California, so... Oh, okay. I was about to say, I was wondering what the process was going down that. Um, but anyway, yeah, today is going to be a relatively chill... Like me and Ryan did a couple of weeks ago. We just kind of chilled and kind of talked about some things. Next, but this might be next to one or two more episodes, the last of this season. And then we'll be going back to, okay, Ryan, this is where I'm going to need your help. Bi-weekly or bi-monthly? Bi-weekly, uh, right? It's bi-monthly. It is bi-monthly. No, no, no bi-weekly. It is bi-weekly. Every two weeks. Every yeah. two weeks, yes. Okay, yeah. so it is... Bi-weekly. So every two weeks we will have an episode because stuff starts to get a little dry, but we're going to try to kind of keep it up. What was that, Abe? You say bi-weekly again, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that is yeah. the one, right? Yeah, that's correct. No, it's but it's Yeah, no, no, bi-monthly is two months. I'm deferring to <laughs> the to, to the one who has... monthly and bi-weekly are the same thing. Semi-monthly and bi-weekly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, Ryan is good with prefix. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, I, I will. I mean, I'm going to consult the lawyer on this one. Uh, he has the yeah. wisdom, so I will consult him on these matters. And he says it is bi-weekly, so I'm going to trust and him how, until proven otherwise. And how do you say twice a week? Semi-weekly, or twice a week. Uh, <laughs> oh. Wait. Uh, it's like ah. <laughs> We're learning. I always thought um, my weekly was twice a week. It, mm. It's, it, I, 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 that's why I deferred to Ryan because I know last year he corrected me, but I made the exact same mistake. So I knew I was um, going to make it again. So I deferred. Um, 
anyway, that aside, we will be going to bi-weekly after probably March. I'm still working out the details because I'm kind of planning out the rest of these couple episodes, and then we'll kind of get into the new season three of Gone with the Wind. Um, but yeah, tonight's episode is going to be a little chill. We're going to talk about quickly some trailer stuff we've seen, or in this case, stuff we haven't seen for 2020. Um, and then also give you the results for the second annual Gone with the Wind Awards. I myself have... I saw them like a week or two ago, but they have changed within those weeks, and mm -hmm. I do not know where they are now. So this is going to be really fascinating. I was I saw it when we had like half the amount of people we have now currently. So I'm excited to see R Ryan, the gatekeeper of our score, or, or um, votes, our things, mm -hmm. has in store for us. Yeah, there's some um, some interesting some interesting choices. Got to say, guys, have they okay? Because I know today when we were recording, we had an influx of people voting. Did stuff yeah. change dramatically? Uh, from the last time I looked at it today till today, yes. Woo! We had quite a number of changes. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> but, uh, but I haven't looked at it for a little bit. So where they am is like Oklahoma. Sorry, what? No. Oh, Where you, Oklahoma? you mean oh, Ohio? Not Ohio, Iowa? Ohio. You Iowa. mean Iowa? Was Iowa? I was Ohio or Oklahoma. I remember you kind of. No, old, it's so. you talk about the Iowa caucus, the mess that was. Yes. Are yes. we making another political joke? Yes. <laughs> and it felt miserably. You did. You know, yeah. We're, we're bobbing this political joke. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. Just kick the orange guy out of office and I'm good with it. Don't kill Iowa. Please don't kill Iowa. We're not going to kill, kill Iowa. Iowa. We love all 50 states. And our territories as well, too. <laughs> uh, Guam, Puerto Rico, well, we love them all. That's not controversial. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we hit Florida, right? Because it kind of... Hey, Florida has Disney World. What are you talking about? Never been to that one. You never been to that one? Well, it's it is wonderful. Why are we? What are we? What happened? Um, what are we talking? About? <laughs> what are we talking about? Hey guys, so we've seen some movies this year. However, um, Ryan and I have a predicament where we haven't seen really any 2020 movies because we've been very, very busy. Um, I, I I did see one though. I did see one movie today. Today, my I mean, my friend went to go see it. We we're like, let's just do it. But we we saw it. So. And I know Abe's also saw Birds of Prey, right? Yes. You did. And Ryan, just to clarify, you have not seen Birds of Prey yet. No. No. Okay. So quick thoughts, Abe. What did you think of Birds of Prey? We'll make a little fast, quick mini review. Uh, I, I don't think it was like mind-blowing or anything, but I was entertained by it. I, did, I thought uh, Margot Robbie, is just, she used skill set as the character. Like, she really can carry that film. I was. However, I think she works better. Like, I mean when she has another characters like i don't think hardly works like by herself i didn't like that much when once she started interacting with uh agreed cassandra kane cassandra kane and, and other characters i think the film just went off like that that third act i think it really helped like to improve it in my score because i wasn't digging it that much at the beginning you know it reminded me of, i mean i think they inspired they got inspired inspired from deadpool so like I got reminded by that, and and I thought it was fine. I don't think it was amazing, but I really liked it. I like, it's an enjoyable film. I wish it had made better money because I I saw a lot of potential, and I don't think yeah. we're getting a sequel. No, we're getting the Suicide Squad though. So in some way, that's like yeah, but you know, yeah. the three characters. 
I would honestly have loved this a bir- another Birds of Prey spinoff with just like the Black Canary and Huntress because I'm a, I'm not gonna lie the movie was the best when they were all on screen together which is and it's terribly not that long which is really unfortunate um, but I be- truly believe that they had a great dynamic we didn't get enough of Huntress if I'm being honest the little bit that uh, oh no what's her name um, Mary Elizabeth Win- Winstead um, was on here. I thoroughly loved her as Huntress. Thoroughly loved her as Huntress. She had this. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil some of the jokes, but there is this sense of naivety and just. <laughs> she's not. She's really good at what she does, but she's very bad at some other things, and it makes for some wonderful comedy, which I won't spoil. Um, she's the straight man to Harley Scoopy. I don't know how you call the jokey one and it, that dynamic really works it's she she is she's caught up in a screwball comedy and she doesn't know what's going on um and I, I i appreciate that but i also think there's a lot of wonderful style in this that really kept me as you said entertained throughout all this a little bit something that i wasn't during suicide squad this is a lot better than suicide squad which i can i think oh, abe yeah. and i agree looking fresh. at that yeah, and yeah. when I yeah. watch Suicide Squad, I kind of drank the Kool Aid. Oh, this is actually not that bad. But when you start thinking about it, you say, "Oh, this is terrible." No, really, it's not really good. Bad. It's not good. Yeah, uh, <sighs> but this is a lot of fun. I'd recommend you guys go see it. There, the action is also really good, really well choreographed and stylized. Um, and just, I think also Ian McGregor as Black Mask. Man, man, he's so fun to watch. He's evil. He's horrible. He's a he is a he's a almost a mama's boy in a way, like a little pansy. But he's also a blast. So I thoroughly enjoyed what he had to do in that one. And Margot Robbie also steals the show uh, with whatever she does. She's fully embodying this character, and I am here for it. Uh, but yeah, no, go see it. I would recommend, even though I know it's not gonna make the most money, I would still go see it because of what they were able to do with that. And that's kind of what our mini review is. Question: When do you watch it? I watched it today. Today, so are, literally are today. Exam, are you having an egg sandwich tomorrow? Because that was that was. Oh okay. wow! Can we just say how they filmed that egg sandwich was exquisite? It looked something out of like Chef or something. I was. Yeah, it just you needed it. So uh, I guess. <laughs> as I say, I know <laughs> I was like, what Chef, and Ryan was like, Chef, <laughs> <laughs> Chef. It's no, yeah, the egg, that egg sandwich, egg bacon and cheese sandwich was not even a big cheese guy, but that was that looked that looked real good. Uh, anywho, we're gonna move right along to uh, Abe. Actually, before we move on, what are some of the highlights that you've seen so far? Because you've seen how many so far this year? Fourteen. I'm, I am so jealous how we've seen 14, 20, 20 releases so far. But tell us, just give us a couple of quick highlights of ones that you think people should see. Bad Ways for Life. That's no, it? The thing is, I, don't, oh. I, don't, I haven't been impressed. Like, the only one that I really, really, I was impressed and I was really enjoying my time was Bad Ways for Life. Like, for the whole time, I just thought it was just so damn fun. However, I think they're really good. I think that gentleman. Is a really good Ferrici. I, I just I watched the photograph yesterday, which it's really good the first two thirds and gets kind of sloppy at the end. I don't think they know how to close it or how they mm. want to say it. Do you know which movie I'm talking about? Is uh like it's Steinfeld and uh, Lisa Ray something like that? East, I think Lisa Ray. Name. Yes. 
Yeah, uh, th- those are good movies. And then there's some fun ones which really don't, I think, like a boss. The Tiffany Haddish and Rose Byrne movie. I like that one, which is kind of stupid. It's kind of. I Sonic forgot that movie even came out. <laughs> Thank you for Sonic reminding me. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic. Yeah, and that's that. Those those are my good ones. Bad ones. Don't go watch Too Little or the Rhythm Section. I don't think you can watch them anymore because they probably are out of theaters now. And Oof. there's some like mediocre ones, but I don't think they're worth mentioning. Downhill is bad. Fantasy Island is bad but stupid. Underwater is, is that movie. The Turning, not that good. Greta and Hansel looks beautiful, not that good, but Aww. fine. And The Cow of the Wild, <laughs> Man, oh, it's a dog movie. It's a dog. It's movie. not even a dog it's... movie. It's a CGI dog. It doesn't even count. Like... Yeah, that's the thing. It's a dog movie. It's what you expect from a dog movie. The things that happen to dogs in every single movie is that what happens. But he looks so fake. Like I saw the trailer well, and I turned to my sister no, and I'm like, "No, it looks, it looks better in the theater." Does he? Sometimes you because the trailer yeah, put me off so do. much. Yeah. It's the just close-ups. I think you know. I think dogs are like humans. Like you see them so often that you actually can tell when they're fake, not like an elephant or something. So, and we've seen so many dog movies where. We've seen so many dog movies where the dogs are actually real and they just train them to do specific stunts and specific actions. I don't don't remember that last good dog movie because last year a dog's way home and Uh, this Um, uh, Dennis Quaid. We're talking about dogs now. I I think I'm done. I mean, the last great one was what? Milo and Otis or something? I don't know. That's real life. How to Train Your Dragon? That's not a real life dog. Yeah, but they go with the beats of a dog movie. This guy, yeah, there's a there's a documentary where they take multiple animals and kind of like use and try to reference how they wanted to make Toothless and rest of the dragons because each personality is different and yada 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 all that stuff. I can talk about how to train your dragon for a long time, but we won't here because this isn't how to train your dragon podcast. But it's just domesticated animals, like put it like that. And, Basically. Just, and I don't think it has the characteristics of a chicken or a cow or a goat. So I guess it's more of a dog and a cat. And I don't see a cat that much in toothless. So I'm done. A big black cat. Big black cat. Um, yeah, no, thank you for uh, beguiling us with those reviews. Um, and again, yeah, the round of 2020. There's, we're not starting off hot. But what can we say? It's not. It's not expected to be great, right? I mean, next next week, next week comes. I think it's gonna be the first really really good one, which is Invisible Man, which looks fantastic. It's, uh, that movie looks creepy as hell. Wait, what does? Wait, what yeah. movie come out? The Invisible Man. The Invisible Man. Oh, that's uh, that how trailer you play gives me nightmares. Here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be completely honest. Like that. That is so disturbing. Listen, I had no idea they were even making this until I saw the trailer, and I was wondering what they were going off until I saw the breath, and then I knew what they were trying to do, and I just got chills down my spine because that's not type of like ooh supernatural horror. This is like real, in a sense, like they're playing off of the real. If someone could be there and invisible, and it makes you crazy, ah, watch that trailer. That's terrifying. YouTube insists that I watch that trailer. And like it keeps putting it in front of movie, or, like in front of like content that I want to see. 
And then they played it during a hockey game. I was watching. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> I'm going to go see your movie. You're creepy as hell. I don't need to see you the rest of the day. It's uh, Elizabeth Moss and yeah, who di- who's directing it? Uh, it's the guy from Upgrade, uh, Lee Manuel, something like that. No, is yeah, it? Right. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's yeah, another smaller movie. Upgrade, so Upgrade is great. So. Yeah. Upgrade was okay. I don't know. I wouldn't go so far as say it's great. It's okay. It was. It I'll was. I, I will say good. So we're all <laughs> right there somewhere in a relatively positive rather than negative, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, any are there any movies in particular this March that we're looking forward to coming out that are just kind of like, yes, that's what we have to see because we're still, I'm still sort of drought. excited for Mulan. <laughs> oh no, totes! Yeah, I am totally excited for Mulan right now. First so, PG thirteen. I mean, I, I, yeah, and that comes out in March, as I recall. It is. I want to see Monarch, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, onward. Pixar's Onward, uh, that one I'm really excited about. Oh yeah, Quiet that movie looks two. fun. Yeah, Quiet Place Two, which does. Oh yes, comes out on the twentieth, if I'm not mistaken. I'm so. so excited! So, See, we're gonna get some. So basically, movie. March is gonna be getting us back in the theater. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, by the time we talk in March, in the end of March, this a month from now, we're gonna be talking about actual movies that we've seen that we actually mm-hmm. maybe enjoy. That's what I'm hoping for right now. Because usually the drought occurs in January, February. Now that we don't have any Oscar movies, can we just talk about that? How now we don't have to talk about Oscar movies anymore after like today? Yeah, we get a break for like we do. <laughs> I know, it's kind of weird. I'm not like, yeah. you don't have to talk about it anymore now. But... but there's always one from before August or whatever that gets in. There is always one. What would be... Which is might be Tenet, probably, if we're being honest. Getting I mean, that would be dope. I mean, we look awesome. So, listen, Chris Nolan is a, almost a sure bet to at least get a picture to, to, to at least get a movie in Best Picture at this point. I, I don't know the last movie that he's done, Dark Knight Rises, probably that got that did not get into picture. So, I'd be shocked if this was no, no, it was Interstellar. Yeah. Was Interstellar? Interstellar get a picture or not? I don't actually know. No, it didn't. It didn't. Never mind. This could be his Interstellar. We don't know. <laughs> we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no, so. we we don't know. So it could be. It could be great. Which you know what? Most of his movies are really good. Maybe not all great. They 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 all can't be Dunkirk and Dark Knight. But no. Yeah. I mean, I but it would be cool agree. if they were. They would be cool. I think we can ag- we can agree that it's gonna get nomination like visual effects, cinematography, yeah, sound, yeah. score. Like, I mean, his last we're, we're, lo- we're looking at his last spy movie least. did get a did get a best picture nom. He got director nom too, right? He did. His first, right? He or Dunkirk, yeah. No, no, it was his first because everyone was all like, "Wow, oh, yeah." It's all over the internet, but that this, I mean, and that's coming out in August or late July. In late July. July. Late July is what I was thinking. So that, that, I mean, it's not impossible now. We've seen movies like, I mean, just look at Get Out. It came out, what, March? February. Uh, February. It's coming, out this, it came, it's coming out the same weekend as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, different studio, but I don't, I don't think, I, I honestly, I don't think like the, 
in movie release date uh, matters that much anymore. Like unless you come in December and November, I think I think it has shown studios that doesn't work to release your films those days because it's way too crowded. The yeah, not crowded, but like the conversation is gone. Like because you want to release your film at festivals. I mean, there's the four B Ferraris, there's the Little Women, but at the end you see those films that had the potential, but they never really stuck a course mm-hmm. with audiences and everything. Mm-hmm. The difference with Joker and the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's The Parasite. That Parasite, I think, started getting buzzed like October, late September. So yeah. Well, I guess it's all about strategy. sustaining that buzz, is what it is, and I think that Tenet, because of the because of because of Chris Nolan has that power if people like it to keep that momentum going because you're gonna hear people talk about it. I know Ryan's gonna keep talking about it a lot because Ryan, who's your favorite film director at the moment? Uh, I, I know that the question is targeted at me saying Christopher Nolan, but oh, is it not Chris I Nolan? I don't know that it's necessarily the answer. I mean. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, just shocked. I know that I know he's one of one of my your favorite overall director still works. So it's hard for me to say uh, that. Yeah. So if he wasn't like it, it it's hard. But I mean, okay. don't get me wrong, Christopher Nolan is easily in that top five and yeah. deservedly so. Um I was just mentioning today that I think that Dunkirk may have been the best movie of the last decade. So <laughs> my feelings about Christopher Nolan <laughs> are are, are evident no absolutely that's what I was about to say I know your love of Dunkirk in particular is is unfathomable but mm. I, I can't wait till we do our top t- our top and 10 it's of the not decade. my favorite movie of his so <laughs> shockingly enough wait like it's dark not no I do like Dark Knight more okay but... well okay I see that because those are those are <laughs> probably in a crafted sense I think those might be his top two just from a craftsman standpoint yeah. um but we can get into that Chris Nolan dis- discussion a long time because he has a really interesting filmography. He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Exactly. We can we can do it any day of the week we want to. And I'm sure Tenet Week we, we can talk about this. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the studios are giving him the money. Warner Bros. is oh, dropping yes. like $220 million in Tenet. So. There are... Are certain there are certain there are few directors that I that get that much attention, like Christopher Nolan, that are just kind of like no. bankable. No, where that we're like I don't think uh, Nolan is like an actress director. Like you know no. that can pull up that actor. Like he's a visual one. Like you know that's stunning. And I I think uh, I mean he, there's some interesting characters in Nolan movies, but I can I can barely tell you like name of. I mean, Cooper is from Interstellar. Arthur is uh, Arthur. Who's Arthur? It's uh, <laughs> Joseph Go- Joseph Gordon Levitt from Inception. Uh, mm-hmm. Cobb is from Inception, and that's yeah, a, I know, yeah, I remember Cobb. And like, uh, and, and like an actress director, someone that can put on a nomination is like a Tarantino. Like you know, Tarantino characters left and right. You can name at least one character from each of his films. Yeah. Yeah, but I it's not David Russell that like, people criticize a lot. I mean, like, I can name a character from most of Christopher Nolan's movies, but like the movies that I can't name a character from, like it's not what's important about the movie. I was about to say they're de- the, the movies that Chris Nolan makes are not about the characters. Yeah, it, yeah. They are they are merely there to drive the overall. He's more of a 
and this is not this is not a this is not a bad thing this is kind of it's just more of an evident thing he is a guy who enjoys the story and how he tells that story more than the characters at least from what i'm seeing he likes okay. how the story is told dunkirk yeah. that's how the story mm. is told from a visual standpoint the dark knight it's all about the, the pacing pre- i guess well okay well that's different because heath ledger kind of just owns and is a powerhouse in that particular mm. instance but if you look at most of inception the characters are a part of it but that's not the thing that you take away from and i don't know it's, and it's not saying he doesn't write good characters it's just they're not the takeaway that he puts his focus into if that makes any sense I feel like he gets good performances out of the actors, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't take yeah. it, like... I mean, other than maybe, like, Anne Hathaway and Interstellar. Like, there's not a lot of, like... Oh, uh, well, I think that's just... Yeah. Like, there's oh, yeah, you're, highlight you're, performances across, oh, like... Oh, yeah, they're really good. Like, I mean, he, he works he, with the best talent in the world. Like, he gets... He gets oh, whatever, yeah. no, whoever sure. he wants. Yeah. And he gives them... Probably gives them room to to do their thing oh yeah i agree with that i i think i think that the like you look you look back at interstellar i'm not a big fan of interstellar but that one scene of just matthew mcconaughey we're letting him just letting that scene breathe as he watches is still one of the most powerful scenes from that year i i would think I think i think that might be his best performance i like it more than dallas buyers clubs oh whoops i think christian bale gives his best performance in a no one will be too. Which one? Yeah, no. Oh. Nope, can't I cannot agree with you on that one. Finger wag. I mean nope, the nope, fighter. Nope. I think even American Hustle. Well, you know, like you talk about Nolan's story, but and we're going in another tangent, but like a director it's like related. Scott Cooper. It's okay. You know you know who is Scott Cooper, right? Oh yeah, right? yeah. Uh, oh hostile. Yeah, that guy can get performances out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Like he he can direct this. If he just had the story element of Nolan, he would be more of a Nolan than. But you know, I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah. Like a David O. Russell, I don't think David O. Russell will ever get a nomination for will ever win an Oscar for directing. But I'm sure that his next movie, all of his actors are gonna be nominated because he has done the, the last three movies. He, I I mean, Joy, he got the nomination for uh, Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. but. American mm-hmm. Hustle, The Fighter, uh, Silver Linings Playbook. He has gotten almost his entire cast nominated. So it's crazy those, how directors work and how the academy. I mean, it's just I'm just fascinated to see how how because at this early stage we don't know these movies that are gonna like outside of like maybe a Tenant or um, is Spielberg doing a movie this year? Uh, West Side Story. <laughs> Oh wow! You can talk uh, about Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley. Uh, yeah, there you I go. People are people are saying that it cannot it can come out this week, this this week this year because they <laughs> say wow so, come out this week it's already done. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? I know what this else? Right now. No, we're just pu- uh, pulling this off the top of our head right now, guys. Just trying to think of movies that are coming out because again, this, we're so far in advance from everything that's kind of been announced. It's just—it's a plethora of just stuff we can pull. From. Uh, David Fincher. I don't remember the name of the movie, but I know he's coming out with a new one on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Uh, Arn Sorkin, the Chicago, the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Uh, mm. Spike Lee has—I think it's called The Five Bloods. It's about veterans uh, coming out from Vietnam. Mm. It's the shot with Bosman. 
And then you can't count mm -hmm. out literally a foreign director now. Mm -hmm. There might be a movie yeah. that will be critically beloved. and There was this one that came out from Sundance. It's a Korean film. I don't remember who starts in it, but I remember that one was getting buzzed. Mm. And I think that's 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 it. One For now. Director. Next week, yeah. I will let everyone know. I, I'm compiling a list of... Uh, I'm going to be compiling a list of like movies that will be coming out, and we can look at those at a at a later date. Just kind of like talk about their chances. We're not going to do predictions; that'd be foolhardy. But we can kind of talk about what their chances are, and kind of just have a discussion about what to look forward to. Because if you want a nice, comprehensive list about movies you may miss that aren't big blockbusters, outside of like maybe Tenant, we'll be talking about that in the coming weeks. So get ready for that as well. Just, just um, last one. We just last one. We were talking about some visual masterpieces of Nolan. Uh, Dune from. Uh, I was Denis just about Villeneuve. to say that it stole my thunder because Denis Villeneuve is probably one of my favorite directors working right now. Thumbs up. He gets two thumbs way, way up. Cosign that brief. Has anybody even read Dune? Of the three of us, I should no. say. Not anybody in general. No. 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 Okay. And we're just, just excited based upon. Have we seen like the, you know, wasn't there an old Dune movie? Yes, David yes, Lynch. David Lynch. <laughs> it's it's weird I, and not very good, but I, I, I that's why I, I have I, I've heard the, I've heard the book Dune more than I've heard the movie. That's why I was like, is there a Dune film? There is. I mean, you want okay. me to be honest? I think that movie is gonna fail miserably. I don't stop. Think no, get out of here. I just think I don't know how you spend that much. Money. But it'll probably I mean, be good. Yeah, yeah, probably it's gonna be great. Honestly. Oh, financially, you mean, is what he's yeah. going to fail. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were just going to fail at all across the board. I'm like, no, I hope don't no. you dare say I that. I no. I want to I wanna see Denny get the victories because Blade Runner 2049, as good as it was, it was a financial... Bomb. It wasn't a disaster. It was just, like, not great. No, no, it, no the movie was... was it, a it wasn't a disaster of a financial film, was it? It was. Yeah, many, it was. Financially a disaster is what it was. Yeah, so that's... The movie cost like two hundred and it made like two hundred. Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna, I, I. Well, it didn't make its marketing budget back. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it lost money. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. It had a, a budget of one hundred fifty to one hundred eighty-five million with a box office of. Okay. Yeah, it definitely didn't make money back, but like two hundred sixty point five million. That's 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 not great. It's not you know. Okay. Did box really office disappointment. Like... Okay. No, they they lost like a hundred million dollars. Hey, Maybe. but they got two Oscars out of it, so at least two hundred, at least yeah. hundred million. So no, I am still like Dune is still one of my most anticipated of the year because I have no connection to the original Dune. Obviously, I just do it because I love Denny, love me some Denny. Um, but we'll talk no, about I've that. <laughs> I was hoping no one would make that joke, but here we are. Abe. We have. No, I, never uh, been to I have been to Denny's way too late, two a.m. in the morning, and it's fine. Wait, is it when? No, it's Wendy's. I've been to Denny's. I haven't. I have never been to Wendy's. Have you been to Wendy's? No. Huh. I don't think there's. Well, how? Are they not over on the west coast? Or there's Wendy's no, everywhere. I, yeah, but I don't. I don't remember being. I've been to Denny's one. No. No. Huh. I mean, those two are not in the same category, so I don't know why. Look, I, I, love... I can tell you, I can tell you something. In and out, overrated, way overrated. False. Hey, Abe, get off the podcast <laughs> like right now. Uh, but... 
I have not had in and out so I can't. Look, burgers are good. <laughs> fries? The, yeah. Fries? But listen. Yeah, okay, no, the fries ahead, are not the fries are not the thing to write home about about in and out, but like they are good enough accompany it for, to the best fast food burger period. <laughs> I like their slogan. They're good enough. You know, I prefer yeah. Jack in the Box. I'm that guy. Uh-huh. I don't hey, know what to do, but... hey no, you're just losing your you're losing your credibility here. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, but guys, you know, like just like Jack in the Box. There's no much. Y'all, well, there's no much. Like, like, y'all want to okay. argue about like Whataburger okay. or something? Like... Hold up, pause. <laughs> We're getting off. We are getting off track. I'm reeling us back in now. Uh, okay, so. Every every side for those who may not be listening, who are not in America, every side of the U.S. of A. has like a specific chain. There are some that are universal, like McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, and then some that are regional, like In and Out, uh, Whataburger, and even Burger, White Castle, White Castle, Carl's Jr. Well, we have a Hardee's over here in the, in the South. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's in Mexico, it's the same. In Mexico, the, in Mexico, the best one is Carl Jr. And in the U.S., no. Like I don't like U.S. Carl Jr. No. It is better in Mexico. Interesting. And McDonald's. I went to like a shit. Johnny Rockets in Mexico, and it was terrible. A what? I never. A Johnny Rockets. I haven't heard I of that in that forever. Is. Jeez, Louise! <laughs> I forgot that existed. Okay. Well, anyway, that's that. The fast food aside. Burger, burger talk. Burger, this has been uh, Gone with the Burger Talk. Uh, cue th- the frying pan. Cue the grill. Burger King is really bad. Okay. okay. Yeah, Burger King is trash. Okay, now I will, before we move on, y'all, have y'all heard of Cookout? No. No, then that is a Southern thing. Never mind. It's great, great <laughs> burgers. Great burgers. I'm going to plug them in for a second. Great burgers here in the South, so... <laughs> Uh, maybe it's not even a southern thing. It might be, I don't know. It's definitely not up north because you're from you're 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 in the Boston area, Ryan. So you, definitely not up there. Um, nope. Then is then it's a southern thing. Um, <laughs> okay. What about fried chicken? What's the best chain fried chicken? <laughs> uh, Chick Fil A. But I agree. Not... <laughs> but hey, you know what? I, the Popeyes, though, Louisiana Popeyes in some some states, I've had a Popeyes better than others. Good, yeah. Popeyes is pretty good. <laughs> Any other questions, Abe? You'd like to? Ask? I, I, I don't like buying fried chicken. I was just <laughs> what? What did you say? I don't like. I don't like buying fried chicken. Like, I think it's at all. Mean. In chicken, you don't like buying no, fried I, chicken I, at all? I, no, I like chicken. I like chicken, but I think like a chicken burger. I think that's the stupidest thing in the world. It's it's a chicken sandwich. Come on, it's oh, different. It's, I mean, it's in a bun. It's the same thing. I never tasted it. So, but you know, I go to KFC or Church Chicken. So, Church's is okay. Church's, Church's is like can, I can like understand that. It's fine. Okay. Raisin Cane's. <laughs> that's another good one. Okay, chain pizzeria. I'm sorry, we're killing Manning here. (laughs) I mean, I like the problem is I don't I don't want to take us away from this conversation because I'm learning something right now, and I I, and I love to learn. I feel like we grow as individuals the more that we learn, and in this case, I'm just learning about fast food. But we gotta, but we gotta get into announcing awards. Okay, Abe. Last question. Last question. question. You have one more. Pizza Hut is better than Domino's, right? Oh yes. No. 
What? That yeah. Whoa, no. Okay, yeah, no, this, this is one that is the hill I will stand on. Their crust is infinitely better than whatever Domino's puts on there. Pizza Hut t- literally tastes like plastic. What? Like, literally tastes Domino's. Domino's may taste like cardboard covered in garlic, but at least it tastes what? like cardboard. I want to know. Okay, okay, I'm gonna get real southern here because down here in the south we got some real good Pizza Hut. I will let you know. We put lots of oil on it, and it tastes crunchy and it's good. And we are moving on from this conversation because, good lord, my inner southern man was coming out there. All right, so come with the win awards, I think guys. We're this from is- North Carolina. Yes, but it's technically the South, okay? Yeah, I try so not Carolina is in the South. <laughs> technically the South. We're like the least Southern out of all the Southern states, but we're still in the South. Actually, Florida we're is. South I... of Virginia. You we're are South of Virginia. in the South. <laughs> we are. We were not a part of the Union. So. No. <laughs> it's history. But, oh, goodness gracious. Okay. The Gone with the Win Awards, the second annual ones we've done so far, guys. And we have had a wonderful tabulation by our Vanna White slash um, where this we got Vanna White. White. I couldn't think of like the ta- the, the the guy who, who does the host of Wheel of Fortune. Can't say Jack, but I Thank don't want to be him either. Okay, um, who tabulates things? We had our own. Do you um tabulator? Yeah, but there has to be someone out there who like tabulates things that I know. Price Waterhouse and. and I don't know. I don't know. We have Ryan here who did a lot of great things for us on the Gone with the Wind, who, do, who has been uh, contabulating all our, or contabulating, tabulating all our Gone with the Wind awards votes. And we have not seen it, Abe and I, or heard really kind of what's going on. So we're going to be real shocked and surprised. And just as a reference, he'll be going, I believe we're starting at the bottom and working our way to the best picture. We are. All right. And then we, just for funsies, um, we're going to tell you guys the runner up. Because I don't know yet, and I when I want to know, and I have given us final say. So we will be doing that. Yep. So, so you will you will learn a little something as we go along the way here. Ryan, uh, take us home. All right. So first category was the best scene of 2019. Now, hold on. Uh, Actually, yeah. tell us the nominees first, and then I want you guys to give me your predictions and what you think should win. Okay. Uh, your nominees were... Portals from Avengers Assemble, Avengers Assemble from Avengers Endgame. Jojo finds his mother dead from Jojo Rabbit. The fight from Marriage Story. Revisionist history from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And the birthday party from Parasite. Spoilers, by the way. Because, yep. Um, okay, so what do you all think should win? And what do you, uh, what do you think will win? What will win? Portals. Yes. Well, I mean, Ryan, you know. Yes. But, and tell us what should win. Uh, I voted for Revisionist History. Okay. As my first choice, and then I voted for JoJo Finding His Mother Dead as my second choice. Okay. And Abe? I voted for Portals. Portals. Portales. What I don't know how to say Portals. I don't remember. I oh, think okay. Revision of History. You know, I voted when you send the link the first time, so it's been a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Okay. Well, awesome. I'm glad to know you, you voted. Um, for me, definitely it was the uh, birthday party from. No, 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 no. That was my second choice. First choice was um, JoJo finding his mother uh, dead because I'm not the biggest fan of that movie, as y'all know. But that movie has, has literally made me audibly gasp in a theater. 
and just shifted the direction of a, of a movie. And I love Parasite, but that that was like in a very particular scene that has just stuck with me this entire year. So give yeah, us the automatic talking? answer. Oh, what's up? That birthday party scene of Parasite? I don't like it. That's the worst part of the movie. I know. I know you don't like it. We know that. That's it. We're mm. down here. Not that much downhill, but it just went down. But sorry, continue. Well, we know. on that note, uh, your runner-up in this category is the birthday party from Parasite. Hey! <laughs> and the winner, uh, which may not surprise very many people, was Portals from Avengers Endgame. It was a monumental scene. That's gonna that's gonna be the most iconic one in years to come. Like. Yeah, it's a scene that people will remember. Yeah. It is is truly one of the best scenes, I think, just from a sheer... If you look at the grand scope of where we've come to where we are now, Mm -hmm. quality of the film aside, it has its staying power, so I get it. I still have had no interest in rewatching that movie. Really? It it really hurts my feelings. I would encourage you to double feature that Infinity War, if you haven't already, at least. Because that really helps. It really helps uh, bridge them two to get bridge those two together. So, but that's just me. So, whenever you're ready to continue the next. Okay. One. Uh, next category: Best Visual Effects. Your nominees were 1917, Ad Astra, Avengers: Endgame, The Lion King, and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. I have no idea. <laughs> I really do not know. So this is going to be interesting. Um, what should win, Ryan? Uh, I voted for The Lion King. Abe, what should win? I don't remember what I voted for. I think I wrote <laughs> Avengers and Lion King. One of what what I think I think I think what should win? Uh, none of them. I think it should be. I don't remember shit. What did I watch? Let's. See. I think what the did... first is the first scene of Terminator Dark Fate. That should win. Uh, yeah. you should watch the movie. Uh, it's really good. I, no, but I, I think haven't. the Lion King. I think the Lion King. I. Win. As much as I don't care for it, I voted for The Lion King for visual effects. That's still some gorgeous, like, everything. So, but yeah. Ryan? Take All right. Seat. Your runner-up was Ad Astra. Oh! That's cool! <laughs> nice! And, no, and your winner was Avengers Endgame. Okay. Taking home of its second Gone with the Win Award. Oh! <laughs> right oh! Okay! <laughs> Do you have? Do you have? Are you writing? How many did the shit film has? No, I didn't write that down. I just, give, just am sort of noticing as we go down this list. I'm gonna start writing it so we can tell at the end. Yeah. What's the next one? So, next category is best stunt ensemble. This was a very close race. I will have you to know. Um, the nominees were Avengers: Endgame, Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Ford v. Ferrari, John Wick 3, Chapter 3, Parabellum, and Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Uh, Ryan, what should win? Uh, this clearly should be John Wick 3. Mm-hmm. And Abe? I see. I also voted for John Wick 3, but I gave the for Ford v. Ferrari just from the stunt work with the cars that they do. Uh, I don't know if they follow those CGI, but in a perfect world. And the runner-up? Or were you asking Abe something before I announced this? Abe's mic cut out, but we're going to keep going until he... There he goes. 
All right, your runner-up for best stunt ensemble was John Wick, Chapter Three, Parabellum. Oh, okay. And your winner. You you won. Sorry. Oh, I know. Sorry. And your winner for best stunt ensemble, Avengers Endgame. Oh no! (laughs) It's third of the night. (laughs) Oh no! Uh, listen, guys, I like Endgame, but woo, okay. <laughs> the two okay. tied on the first ballot, and Avengers Endgame won based on its second place. You want me to? Uh, can choices. I say something really cool? People say yeah. uh, uh, Keanu Reeves does his own stunts, and when I was, I went, I was, I once was listening to an interview with him, and he said he doesn't do stunts; he just does does his action, his his fighting sequences and whatever like it's safe for him like he's not a stuntman and it's a different thing based on what he said i don't know anything mm-hmm. about that but yeah that people's... well that makes sense yeah can't do everything so yeah, just like a stunt is like what tom cruise does like going on a plane <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. interesting all right next one all right next category best original song the nominees are in the game, the can't win this. <laughs> the Dead Don't Die from The Dead Don't Die. Lost in the Woods from Frozen 2. Woo! Into the Unknown from Frozen 2. I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. And I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away from Toy Story 4. Ryan, what should win? Uh, you know, I've given this a lot of thought. And as much as I love Lost in the Woods, I actually think I love I'm Gonna Love Me Again a little bit more. The more that I listen to the two of them. So... <laughs> Uh, but I think that I voted before I came back to that decision. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I voted for Lost in the Woods. <laughs> and what did you what do you, not, not, what do you think should win? Uh, Lost in the Woods. I think I think I voted for that one first. Wow. Uh, surprisingly, I, think... I I actually Lost in the Woods was the, my number two for runner up. I, I I did I'm gonna love me again. Because I think, while I love Lost in the Woods, as y'all know, and if y'all been listening to this podcast since I saw Frozen 2, y'all know I love Lost in the Woods. But I think, I think I'm Gonna Love Me Again is just a better song, so I went with that one. Trying to be objective here. Have you ever been Lost in the Woods? I have been Lost in the Woods. Uh, No, I'm not gonna sing. No, I was about to break into song. I'm not gonna sing here. Yeah. All right, uh, your runner-up for best original song was "Lost in the Woods" from Frozen hey! Two. I'm happy. I'm happy. And your winner, "I'm Gonna Love Me Again" from Rocket Man. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. First win for Rocket Man tonight. Yay! And hopefully not the last. Maybe. We'll see. No. That's we'll see. That's only the one you can put on uh, on Valentine's Day when you're alone. this was not particularly close like the first ballot was close but the second ballot made it very not close i figured (laughs) i'd figured all right all right next one on to best original score which was quite quite an interesting adventure okay the nominees were 1917 avengers endgame joker little women and star wars the rise of skywalker Pray tell, how are they interesting? What do you guys think? Oh, what do I think? I think? Oh, 
Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I still think it's going to be Joker. At least when, at least that's what it was leaning toward when I looked at it a long time ago. But well, behind the scenes there. But with your, I don't know now. I'm not worried about the in-game stuff coming out of nowhere. Uh, I'm going to go with Joker. What I want to win, though, is Little Women because, you know, that's a scoreless to listen to. Can I ask you, you guys a question? Like both of you, that you guys are a huge Star Wars fan. Do it. Are there, yeah. Is there any piece in the in the Rise of Skywalker like score that pops out for you that you really like? Because I cannot tell you one. Not really. I mean, I like the upbeat Rise theme, but like that's not especially interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Ryan. There's nothing really interesting. I like some of the variations he does on classic themes, but there's really nothing there that's kind of like I'm gonna listen to that. Again, I do like the Aki Aki song, but that's not really score. But whatever. Which one was that again? Where they're having at the festival. Oh, that 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 was a cool. That was that was a well written song. Although yeah. we can thank Lin Manuel Miranda for helping with that one. Yes, we can. So, ready? Let's do it. The runner up was Little Women. Hey! So, good job. And your winner was Joker. Okay. So. I can get behind that. There was a third film that was making the race a little bit tight and interesting, but yeah, Little Women scraped ahead to be the official runner-up in this category. There we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. Come on, Little Women. All right. First one on the night for Little Women, or for Joker, rather. Oh, don't say such things. You got me. I was like, wait, what? Next category was best sound. The nominees are 1917, Ad Astra, Ford v. Ferrari, Rocket Man, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Ryan, what should win? It should be Ford v. Ferrari. Hey. The, the movie about cars. I agree. It definitely should be Ford v. Ferrari. But maybe a surprise Rocket Man? Who knows? Who knows? And you don't have a runner-up in this category because a movie got over 50% on the first ballot. And okay. that movie is Rock is Ford v. Ferrari. Well, I was about to say, whoa! No. <laughs> okay. That's that that's that's that so is that is that one of our biggest landslides in this that is that is one of the biggest ones it's not the biggest that you will see tonight but it is one of the biggest i think i sure. know what the biggest is <laughs> taking in 57.1 percent of the vote wow the first okay. ballot That's uh great. if i was to claim that there is a runner-up it would have been 1917 but okay it did not actually okay. be in the running all right all right all right next category Best makeup and hairstyling. The nominees are Bombshell, Dolomite is my name, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. Hmm. Ryan, what'd you put? Or what would you put? What do you want to win? Uh, I voted for Bombshell in this category. A, what'd you vote for? Yeah, with uh, Rocketman. Oh, okay. Another good choice of makeup. I do it with Bombshell. Rocketman was my second choice. But 
I think we know what this one's going to go. I'm pretty sure. Your runner-up for best makeup and hairstyling is Dolomite is my name. Oh, cool. Oh, I didn't hear that one. I didn't remember. I think I won with that one. Yeah, <laughs> Got the one he voted for. There was only one person that voted for Rocket Man as their first choice. Yeah. A lot more people on the second ballot, though. But yeah. your winner of best makeup and hairstyling is Bombshell. Yep. Rightfully so. Yeah. Great makeup. There's a reason it swept. There is a reason. All right. Next up, best costume design. The nominees are Dolomite is my name, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. Ooh. All right. Ryan, what do you want to win? Uh, for this one, I voted for uh, Rocket Man, I believe. And if I didn't vote for Rocket Man, I would have voted for Jojo Rabbit. I, oh, Abe, are you, Abe, wake up. Wake up, Abe. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> Sorry. I was, I was joining in with Johnny. Don't, uh, wake up. What did you, you vote for? I went with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as the Oscars, because I still think that should win. And I think my second was, was Rocket Man. Rocket Man was snubbed in this category, and I and I personally believe so at, at the Oscars. Uh, and I voted for it as such. Um. Okay. Uh, your runner-up for best costume design is Little Women. Okay. So cool, great costume. Another another solid runner-up for Little Women. <sighs> but your winner is. Rocket Man. Yeah! Woo! See, so, we, we love Rocket Man here on the Gone with the Wind Awards. It's second of the night. Uh, By the way, I rewatched I re that on the plane back from Phoenix recently, and that movie is better than I gave it credit for. It is. It's, like, really good. I don't know why we... I don't know why, in some way, shape, or form, this was the movie we didn't get on board for, but we got on board for Bohemian Rhapsody. Like well, we what? didn't. But... Oh, excuse me. The royal <laughs> we, we as the collective bunch as a society. You heard all about Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know. Because people are dumb. Yeah. They love yeah. Queen. So apparently love Queen more than Elton John said. And also the release date. Oh yeah, that kind of that was not a great release date. Um I'm sorry. I think Ryan... Ramon dropped the boulder. They did. Continue. Next category, best production design. Your nominees are 1917, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Mm-hmm. I definitely voted for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I have no qualms in saying that. Abe, what'd you vote for? Same as Ryan, Once Upon a Time. I went crazy, and I believe I could be wrong. I don't remember what I voted for in this one. I think I voted for Parasite just because of the fact that they managed to make that house such a particular character. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is probably the most deserving. So, And it probably will win. So, Ryan, tell us. What do we got? Your runner-up is Little Women taking home yet another runner-up finish. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's, that's cool. That's cool. 
but your winner by a, 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 a decent margin was Once Upon a Time in Holly. Okay, that's that's deservedly so. We we do a lot of traversing in that in that movie. Mm-hmm. We definitely do. Next category: best Ooh. film editing. Oh yeah. Your nominees are 1917, Ford v Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. Okay. Ryan, what did you vote for? I voted for Ford versus Ferrari. Good, 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 good. Very good, very good, very good. Wonderful. And then I voted for 1917 on the second ballot. Okay. There you go. And then, hey, what did you vote for? I'm not going to try to do a voice. Ford v Ferrari. 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 Ferrari, Ferrari, Ferrari. I love the echo you, you know, just, 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 uh, you know, my, my stupid tangents. One thing American cannot pronounce is the sound of double R in Spanish. It's really hard for them. Or oh, English speaking or any other language. How do I pronounce that? Ferrari, pronounce the end of what? Ferrari. Ferrari. Double R. Oh, the double R. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is hard for sure. Okay, anyway. It doesn't, I, it doesn't roll in Italian, I don't think. But in any event, yeah, yeah. it rolls in Spanish, but it doesn't roll in yeah, Italian. Yeah, it, it does not roll in Italian. I know that from the one year of Italian that I did take. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I voted for 4v Ferrari, and I, I, I don't remember what I had number two. I think I might have had Parasite, um, but I would have liked I think having it was Parasite number two. But so. This is an interesting category because this one you had two runner-ups. Oh, two. Oh, snap. Give me two. Do you want me to break the tie between the runner-ups? But How do you break I it? Could. Well, one has more second place votes than the other. I mean, you kind of just it's announced there are, and now I'm going to be very curious about what those are. Um, you know what? Now, just one runner-up. Let's just do it. Let's just make it one. So the runner-up. The runner-up is Parasite. Okay. Is the runner-up. The runner-up. Okay, well, well, actually, tell us what the other one is that didn't make it in, but we'll not count it as the runner-up right after that, because we'll let people have a little tidbit about how close this one may have been. But anyway, what's the The other would be runner-up. Or, oh, do you want me to give the winner first? Uh, Give the winner first, then they can get a little after everything has been done thing. Okay. Your winner. Ford v Ferrari. Yeah! Not gonna lie, guys. Oh, go ahead. You tell us what that is first, Ryan. So the second runner-up was 1917, which, to its credit, did actually have have more first-place votes, but not a plurality. And Ford versus Ferrari won... More, more than fifty percent of the second place votes, and on that strength is your winner tonight. Wow! <laughs> so it was editing, right? Yes. Yeah, editing. Wow. So just had not understand people. Listen, I I know. See, I remember. I remember because I remember looking back a while ago and seeing how it was a lot farther ahead. At first, and I was wondering, well, this is interesting, but you explaining that kind of explained a little more on what was going on in that process, because mm-hmm. I couldn't fully grasp when you said 4B Fry. I was like, wow, that changed dramatically. But I guess it's because of the strength of how they piece those scenes together, which, granted, 
takes an editor to to do that. So I can't knock that at all. No, I think it's a beautifully edited movie, at least from my understanding of that area. I'd love some. I'd love for them to break down that that type of editing process because mm. I'm sure it's different. Very I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's kind of the same. I I I remember seeing something like in one sequence from a film that it's a long tracking shot. It's like you try to hide. I mean, it's, I think it's pretty obvious. Like in the shadows when you go into a yeah. room or when someone passes in front of the camera, that's where you do the cut. So, mm-hmm. I mean, oh, everything it has to be a storyboard, I guess. Like pre-prepared. It's like editing in animated films. Like people, like I had a like I remember looking it up. Like how how you edit animated films. And it's like it's more in this storyboard process where you yeah. put the camera. That's a that's another discussion. Yeah, Ryan. The next category, which is is best cinematography. Oh well, your nominees <laughs> are. Under his The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I just gave the win to the one we know it's gonna win. <laughs> Which is, oh well yeah I, I I'm I don't know why Deacons Father Deacons yeah. blessed be his no. name. There technically is no runner up in this category <laughs> with something taking more than this time more than seventy five percent of the vote. <laughs> uh, and this is indeed the biggest win of the night for any movie that we will see. Wow. Uh, Nineteen seventeen is the winner for best mm. cinematography at the second annual Golden Globe Award. Yeah. Golden, Golden Globes. Golden Globe Awards. Hold Gone on. With the awards. Hold Starting on. Starting with a G, just all over the place. Just all over the place. So no surprises there. The Lighthouse, it's not a runner-up officially, but it did come in second. Mm. So I just did it. Beautiful shot film. Beautiful shot film. People should watch it. Yeah. But yeah, seventy-eight point six percent of the vote for Roger Deakins. So, all right, that's good a Father Deakins. <laughs> that's a good day at the office. That's a great day at the office. <laughs> what all right, say? best performance by an ensemble. Your nominees are <laughs> Avengers Endgame, Knives Out, Uh-oh. Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. But that's a solid five right there. Not gonna lie, that's, that's good. That's good. In it. <laughs> that's good. So, now, what do you guys think? Okay, so what's nah. what's interesting enough? What I think is the best, and what I wanted to win are two different things. If that makes any sense, which I guess it does, because I voted, uh, I voted for Little Women. I want Parasite to win though, because I think it has the better ensemble. What everyone is able to do within that movie, um, but. I'm okay with either of those. I think Avengers probably will, will take this, but say lobby. I had Parasite. No, wait. <laughs> I was thinking Parasite for something else. I had Knives Out as number one, I think. And I think I went with... I actually think I went Parasite second. This is another one where we, had a, where, we had, where we had a three-way. So I will bring up the third movie afterwards. Huh? What'd you have? What'd you have? Uh, I voted for Little Women and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, there we go. All in right, that order. There you may go. I wanted to make sure. I heard yeah. your voice. Uh, you're hearing a lot of my voice tonight. That is true. Oh, but we had another three-way in this category. Oh. Um, and I will bring up the third movie after 
as we did with the earlier one. Follow, follow technique here. Your official runner-up is Little Women. Oh, okay. Taking home oh, yet nice. another runner-up. Oh, <laughs> gone with the Winter Wars. Always a bridesmaid, <laughs> never a bride. Kind of, kind of harsh for the Little Women there. It is. <laughs> and your winner, taking home its first Gone with the Wind Award of the night, is Knives Out. Oh. <laughs> Nice. That's a good one. Hey, but yeah. accepting this award for best cast ensemble for Knives Out, what do you have to say? Pretty great. Pretty damn good. Yeah. They're doing a sequel to that movie. I don't think it needs it, but it's nice. In- well, and I mean, I could, it'll be like another like, Agatha Ag- Christie yeah. style thing. Just so. about to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Instead of Poirot, it is Leblanc. Yeah. And the third movie that was in the race was Avengers Endgame, but Okay. It did not. It did not pull it out to be the official runner-up. Whoops! Way too many oh, well. people in that movie. Yes. It's um, the biggest. Next best documentary feature. Oh, here we go. Your nominees are American Factory, Woo. Apollo Eleven, Forsama, Fire, and Honeyland. Boo! Yes. <laughs> Uh, oh well, I, I I hate disparaging documentary film people because they put their lives into this, but I can't have to disparage that movie. I don't like it. Sorry, go ahead. Do you have people from Macedonia? Oh I yeah, from Macedonia. Right? It is from North. It is from, yes. It is. I'm trying to have an objective opinion. It's just very boring. I'm sorry. Can I, can I use this? I think Fire is gonna win because it's probably the one that makes Stop. so much noise for that people. Stop. So I'm gonna go Fire. I I, th- I think either Apollo 11 or American Factory. American Factory, if people voted after hearing about the Oscar win, that might propel people mm-hmm. to go do it. Um, would you uh, would you vote for Ryan? I clearly voted for Apollo 11, which is I'm the best documentary I've seen this year. So, uh, your runner up is American Factory. Oh, cool! Nice. Yeah. So, and your winner, <gasps> Apollo 11. Oh. Snubbed at the Oscars, but winning at the Gone with the Wind Awards. Excellent win, Paolo Levin. Excellent win. My 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 grandpa was called Leopoldo, and the, he was called Polo through his life. Just a fun fact. And rhymes with Apollo. <laughs> fun fact. Just trying to add some levity. You know? Okay, yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah. All right. Best foreign language feature. The nominees are The Farewell, Les Miserables, not that one, Pain and Glory, Parasite, and Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Mm-hmm. How did people watch that movie? Ah, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it yet. I didn't vote for it. I am not either because Gone with the Wind is anti-piracy. I haven't even, <laughs> I wait for it to up near me. It's you actually opening soonish, I think. No, it, it opened last week, but limited, so I guess like next couple of weeks. I'll look it up right now. But yeah, this but, is Parasite. Like, this is, yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Can I just write Parasite? Mm. So there's no runner up in this category. This is the second <laughs> biggest win for any movie on the I night. Figured. Winning over 75% of the vote at 77.8% was Parasite. Ooh. 
not officially the runner-up, but coming in second place is the Farewell. I figured. Second most seen, probably. Yes. <laughs> that seems to be how this went. <laughs> well, at least people... Lie. I'm glad I'm I'm glad that they like, you know, didn't say Portrait of Lady on Fire and probably haven't seen it. You know, which one I really want to rewatch is Pain and Glory. Should probably watch. You should. Very, very good movie. Muy okay. buena. Muy buena. Muy bueno. See. Uh, best animated feature. The nominees are. Frozen 2, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, Klaus, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. What do you guys think? I'm going to go with Klaus. I I voted for, as you all know, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, but Klaus is my number two that I put down there. So I'm happy with either of those. I voted for Klaus. And I voted for How to Train Your Dragon in the Hidden World as my second choice. So, uh, it's Toy Story 4, right? Your runner-up is Toy Story 4. <gasps> oh, snap. Oh, snap. And the Gone with the Win Award goes to How to Train Your Dragon the Hidden World. Hey! Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm glad that, la- you know, I'm glad that movie got some form of love. Couldn't win a BAFTA, couldn't win a Golden Globe, couldn't win an Annie, and couldn't win an Oscar, but it won the Gone with the Win Award. It did. <laughs> it's a little movie like that. How some of the best trilogies, like, don't get Oscars. Like, Definitely mm-hmm. one of the most solid animated trilogies, probably if not the best tri- animated trilogy out there. Well, it's the only one standing, right? Right now, Toy Story now is four. Shrek has four and a five. Yeah, so by default, it's the best. (laughs) I don't think I'm... Yeah, crazy. Yeah, all right. Mm -hmm. Carry on. Carry on. Best original screenplay. Here we go. Booksmart. Knives Out. Marriage Story. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Parasite. I, I I actually I voted for Parasite, but I think this is Knives Out. I think Knives Out's gonna take it. It took out ensemble took ensemble, so I think it's taking this one. That's just my two cents. I agree with many. I did vote for Knives Out, but I think it's gonna take it. What about you, Ryan? I know what you voted for, but what do you think's taking well you know yeah, I voted for once upon a time in Hollywood. And I voted for Par or yeah, no, a marriage story is what I voted for as my second choice. Mm, but Yes. Your runner-up for best original screenplay is Parasite. Okay, cool, 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 And your winner of its second Gone with the Wind Award on the evening was Knives Out. Oh, that's, yeah! <laughs> Abe, as well, accepting this award for Knives Out, since you're a resident Knives Out aficionado, what are you going to say for yourself? Jamie Lee Curtis, still hot at 60-something. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Not what I expected. Moving on. Uh, best Adapted Screenplay. The nominees are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes. <gasps> Ooh, two Popes. Ooh. 
Now, this is interesting. Ryan, what did you vote for? I voted for Little Women as my first choice and Jojo Rabbit as my second choice. Now, that's what I think it's probably going to be down to, one of those two. So we're going to find out real fast with the runner-up. Abe, what did you vote for? I went Jojo and the two popes, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Amy, I went with Little Women. Oh, and I went with Little Women, and then I went with two popes. So... Here we go. And your runner-up is Jojo Rabbit. Oh, oh no, it's and, and winning its first Gone with the Win Award on the evening, Little Women. Yay! <laughs> it became a bride. <laughs> yes, it did. It's oh the glass slipper fit. I'm so happy, and it's probably the only award it's going to be getting. Possibly, maybe I don't know yet, but I'm happy with it. It's a deserving win. How many awards do we have left? We have uh, six, six. right? Yes. Acting, directing, and best picture. Oh boy! Oh boy! Ryan. Oh boy! Let's go. We're excited. Best Supporting Actress. The nominees are oh, Zhao Shuzhen for The Farewell, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, Thomason McKenzie for Jojo Rabbit, Laura Dern for Little Women, and Florence Pugh for Little Women. This is weird because we don't have our Oscar winner in here. Well, for the... <laughs> we do not. <laughs> you know. Rather than the actual role she won for. So I have yeah. no idea. But if Little Women won here, I mean, there was a surge of voting in the second half that people really liked. So possibly Florence Pugh could come in because I think they enjoyed her. At least in my know, I enjoyed her more than I enjoyed Laura Dern. So I'm going to say that, but also watch out for Scarlett Johansson. Those are my thoughts right now. But I voted for Florence Pugh. And Thomas and McKenzie was my number two. I think I want to wish, I want to wish, and I, I'm going to go with my boat. I think it's going to go Scarlet, but you know what? Let's go with an upset. I think Tom and C. Tom and C. And your runner up is Scarlet Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. All right. Okay. So, number one is. And your winner. Florence Pugh for Little Women. Oh, that's all it's going to win. It, no, second award on the night. <laughs> uh, Thomas and McKenzie, not far out of the race. She didn't quite make into that runner-up fighting battle, but she was not far. Oh, yeah, no, I believe that. So, Florence Pugh, given Little Women its second actual win. <laughs> yeah, lots of runner-ups. It's going to have more runner-ups than wins, probably. Yeah, maybe. That's uh, my life. Best supporting <laughs> actor. Your nominees are Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Song Kang Ho for Parasite. Great list. No Hopkins, though, so that's sad. Um, I think I voted for Song Kang Ho, but I put Tom Hanks as my second. Abe, what'd you do? I think I went with Brad Pitt. 
And I think I went with uh, Tom Hanks. Alright. However, the real winner from the year, it's uh, Chaya Lapov from Honey Boy. How are you guys? What the movie is on Amazon Prime? Just Not yet. Oh, you is know. it? Oh, well, thank you for yeah. letting me know that. Putting that on my You list. can watch it and love it as much as I do. And Ryan, would you would you vote uh, for? Uh, I clearly voted for Brad Pitt. Clearly, yes. Um, what did you vote and for? I voted. Ryan? I voted as Al Pacino for my second pick. All right. Ooh-ha. Okay. Continue. Ooh-ha. This race was closer than it had any right to be. Really? Your runner-up, Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh wow! Hey. Okay. And your winner, winning it all, Brad Pitt. For once upon a time, Hollywood. Clean sweep. <laughs> Taking its first gone or second gone with the win award. Oh yeah, production design. Can't forget about that. Yeah, it did win production design. All right, nice. All right, so we get to the best actress race. Your nominees are Charlize Theron for Bombshell, Renee Zellweger for Judy, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. And Lupita Nyong'o for us. Bold prediction. I think with its only nomination, Lupita Nyong'o is going to take this for us. Mostly because I think she's going to get a lot of second votes. Because people may have their own number one, but I think I've not heard anyone disparage her so far. But it's a small sample size, so I could be wrong. But she was my number two as well. Number one was Saoirse. Or was it Charlize? Oh, I don't remember what I actually did. Oh, it was one of those two. I can't remember now. Hey, what did you have? Well, there were, other than me, there were only two other people who voted for Charlize for their first pick, which maybe gives away that she's not winning this, but. (laughs) Oh, there you go. It must have been Shersha. I cannot remember because I know I was flipping a coin. (laughs) Who were the nominees? Sorry. It was. uh, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, Renee Selviger for Judy, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, and Lupita Nyongo for us. I think I won. Charlize Lupita or Lupita Scarlet? I don't remember. I know why one Lupita one. I don't remember. I know. Did, I did. I did that too. Maybe it was one. I don't remember. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. Which one I think is gonna win? I think it's Scarlet. Your runner-up, Lupita Nyong'o. Okay. Oh, oh, I was close. I was close. Close And your winner. Winning this movie, it's third. Gone with the Wind Award of the evening. They search around Hold on. Okay. <laughs> viewers, viewers. Wow. Listeners. Wow. I, I, I did not expect this much Little Women love. Did this come like the last minute, This the resurgence? or These definitely changed. Oh. oh. My heart. I did not expect this. I thought we were going to walk away with maybe a costume, but this is just like. Wow. Thank y'all. I'm not even a part of the production, but I feel the love. Yeah, Little Women has had a night. It, you know, lots of lots of runner-ups in the technical categories, and now three wins in the bigger categories. I know. Kinda, wow. It's kind of crazy. I know. This is what last-minute surge can do. Apparently, People this is what we call to see the movie. This is what we call a parasite <laughs> coming out of nowhere. All right, best actor. Final acting category. Your nominees are Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Taron Egerton for Rocket Man, and Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems. 
Ryan, I'm curious, who did you vote for? I voted for Adam Sandler. What was your What was your uh, second choice? My second choice was Adam Driver from Marriage Story. Hey, the Adams. Yes, I voted for two Adams. But yeah, no, I know that's one of your favorites of the year, Uncut Gems, right? It is. So he did see it because you guys have it in Canada on Netflix. Yeah, we do. (laughs) And not here in America. All right, A, what'd you vote for? I think I went Joaquin and Adam Driver. I'm sensing a pattern because my number one was Adam Driver. And then my number two, I believe, was Taryn Edgerton, or it might have been. Oh, no, no, no. I put a turn. I put a turn, Joaquin. Okay. And I think think it was Taryn Edgerton was my second choice. So, all right. Tell us what we got right and wrong. The runner up, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. Oh, snap. Pretty dramatic after the season that he's been having that we oh, that we the internet nerddom did not give it to Joker. So interesting choice, did guys. See, cool. Did you guys see an article that keep free a cow? Wait, what? I did not see that, but okay. He <laughs> freed a cow. Like he went into I don't know where and got a cow. Free. Oh, Good for you. Good for you, Joaquin. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> Okay, well, who won? <laughs> and your winner, Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Woo! You know, I think a lot of people said if we give it to his, he may he, he may be confused with the Rise of Skywalker. And they just went with Marriage Story. No, 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 no. Can, can, can we just give a second of how great of an actor is Adam Driver in those three movies? Which yeah, one? The first he's one is kind of like, He's the yeah, best but... part. He's the best acting part in all those movies, in my opinion. It's just an overall all. He's How going places, he kids. How He's going. He was in Black Klansman. And I don't, I don't remember any other movies. Well, those are the only two he really got. Those are the two he really got big for, because they plucked him up from Girls. Logan Lucky. He's in Logan Lucky. Guys, go see that. It's really good. Yeah, good movie. All right. So, what are the two last two we have? Last two. Best director. Director. Your nominees were Sam Mendes for 1917, Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit, Greta Gerwig for Little Women, Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. I find it crazy still that Sam Mendes got a lone directing nomination in all this, and that... (laughs) We got six. It, and we got it didn't six. Get the best picture. No. Sure. And we got six directors in here. This 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 category yeah. is crazy. It is. Uh saying that though, Ryan, what'd you what'd you vote for? Tarantino? I voted for Quentin Tarantino. Yes, that is correct. And then I voted for Greta Gerwig. Strong choices overall. Abe, what'd you vote for? I went Scorsese and Tarantino. So because he wasn't nominated, was he? No. Oh, really? Oh, I was <laughs> mad at that. Wait a minute. He wasn't nominated. We had a discussion when this nomination yeah, came I, out. I, I think it just makes sense. Uh, I think I went Tarantino <laughs> one. And I think it went Greta second. 
Oh, okay. Wow. I went with. I uh, don't. I, I don't. I don't think that movie. I I don't connect with that movie, but I cannot deny her direct. And I went with Gerwig as my second, but I went number one. I went with Bong Joon Ho. No, sorry. I'm with Sam Mendes, number two. Bong Joon Ho, one. I believe. I'm not positive. Don't quote me on that. But we're gonna find so, out. So, much like the category itself, this race was crazy Ooh. because the two movies that wound up being the the top two that were in contention when the second ballot came into play were not the two movies that did well on the second ballot. In fact, they both did quite terribly on the second ballot, but they did well on the first ballot, which is interesting. That's that's not a trend you normally see. Normally, the, the two are fairly similar. These were very different pies. Let's put it that way. Your runner-up in this category was Sam Mendes for 1917. Okay. And your winner was Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Nice, nice. I like that. I, I getting the Oscar, that. getting the gum with the win award. Now, the two other movies I want to shout out because their performance on Ballot 2 was quite quite superb was Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit and Greta Gerwig for Little Women. They got almost no first place votes, but they dominated in second place votes. Really? <laughs> wow. So, interesting, guys. Very interesting. <laughs> I'm sensing a lot of love and respect in those areas. Yeah. Um, but you either liked you either liked Parasite or you liked 1917 and you were not voting for the other one. <laughs> I think on the people, second ballot. I think, well, geez, I might have been the only person who did that then. Um, but, which is interesting because has Jojo Rabbit won anything yet? Mm, no. So. Wow. No. It's gonna Jojo Rabbit has not won anything. That's disappointing. <laughs> All right. Whenever you're ready, bring us home. All right. Best picture. Another very interesting race, I have to say. Ooh. Your nominees were Avengers Endgame, The Farewell, Ford v. Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, and Uncut Gems. All right. Abe, what did you vote for? When Jojo and... I think Endgame. Okay. And you know, it ju- I just went with my top 10 and which one was nominated with Georgia 3 and Endgame 6. That's understandable. And then, Ryan, where were you? Uh, what were your pictures or picks? I voted for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and uh, Uncut Gems. Nice. And I myself went with Parasite and then Little Women. So. <laughs> With that, drum roll. I'm going to add a drum roll effect here just because. So, Ryan, whenever you feel like it. Okay. This was an extremely close race. Really? And by extremely close, I mean I had to go to a tiebreaker. (gasps) For the number one. Yeah. Woo! Okay. Your runner-up for best picture was Jojo Rabbit. Whoa! (laughs) Really? Interestingly enough, yep. Jojo Rabbit just 
it and the movie that won smashed amongst first place votes and did about the same in second place votes. Huh. But fortunately, was, there was there was one thing that was able to break the tie between them. So was there anything else that was close to those two? Uh, the next closest movie to those two, there were two movies that were tied, um, but they were quite distant, okay. which were Little Women and Avengers Endgame. Well then, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Pardon me. Oh. Okay. All three of those movies quite distantly behind, but. I guess I guess that means that Jojo Rabbit was just it's just been a consistent like force. But I guess by that definition, tell us what our winner is. And your winner of the second annual Gone with the Win Awards for Best Picture was Parasite. So we lined up with the Academy this year, guys. <laughs> yeah, actually, hey, you we know, pretty pretty cool things, but we also went the same in a way. Sometimes. Sometimes. What were you going to say, Ryan? Uh, yeah, no, I was going to say this was the best picture was a very interesting race because there were only. So there were only six movies that got any first place votes of the 10, <laughs> which okay. is kind of which is interesting. You know, yeah, like, no, I think it's interesting because it's because it shows that the love of love is is spread, but it's not. It's concentrated at the same yeah. time to a specific amount of movies. So well, that's. But huh. they did all. There was only there was one movie that only got one vote, one second place vote. But every every movie for best picture did get a vote from from somebody. Wow. So, yeah. Good. Can good, we know the movie? No. The movie that, oh. No, <laughs> don't do that. We'll do that off. You, you don't want the dishonorable mention. <laughs> You know what? Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. The dishonorable mention goes Sorry. to the farewell. Oh, <laughs> this is why I wanted to do it afterwards. Second place vote. <laughs> yeah. Can I see? Can I see the Winsper movie? Sorry. Oh, do you have the Winsper no, movie? Go ahead. I, yeah. Yeah. Go for Avengers it. Endgame, three. Little Women, three. Parasite, three. Then all of these got two. Rocketman, four. B Ferrari. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Knives Out, and that's it. And then number one's uh, Joker, Bombshell, Apollo 11, and uh, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, and Marriage Story. So we we awarded a 3-9. What did Marriage Story get again? One. Actor. Actor. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking, like, Laura Dern didn't win. What are we talking about? That's when he said actor. I was like, Laura Dern didn't win. I kept thinking because Joaquin Phoenix had won in my mind. Because I'm like, oh, he's swept all that stuff. Because that was where my brain is on. We did we did not give Joaquin Phoenix the Gone with the Win Award. No, we did not. And now he's going to be upset. He's going to come protest outside my house. Please don't do that, Phoenix. No, I... not. We already have way too many protests here. We can't we can't handle anymore right now. And, and, really? In Canada, yeah, you did. I, I mean, I understand the news doesn't travel out of Canada, but like, <laughs> no, it doesn't. They've Unless shut they... down the rail lines in the entire eastern half of the country. Jeez, the entire eastern I, half. I, I I thought I thought everything Canada was rainbows and happiness and except snow Justin and Trudeau, funky. but everyone else is rainbows. No, everybody's very unhappy right now. 
Oh, man, yeah. I got to turn on the channel, the Canada news channel or something about that. I want to yeah. know. I'm curious about that. Okay, we're getting off into politics. We began with politics and we're ending with politics now. <laughs> I love how that's how that happened. But no, these have been the second annual GOM of the Win Awards. Thank you guys so much for voting. We had a great last minute surge of people. It's amazing what happens when you just, just kind of share it. <laughs> people are like, oh, let me vote for this. Because it's a lot easier to vote for the winner than actually go through the nomination process. And thank you for those people who did both. Because we really appreciate that. We love those people that do that. And also... I know I didn't do it, but we have our first five stars on iTunes. So hey. there you go. No reviews yet, I but did. Abe, come on. <laughs> You're stealing the thunder over here. Well, then everyone, please make it two at the moment. All I got to do is go to Nice, really, really messing that up. Really killing the vibe over here with that over here, Abe. Uh, but I did five stars. You did. Boy, you boy. did. You're on. You're on the show, but I'll. I guess I'll have to do it now too. We can get up, bump up those numbers. Those are rookie numbers. Um, so thank you all again. Rookie numbers. You know the Wolf of Wall Street quote. Kindergarten varsity. Something. No. It's not. And on that note, thank you guys for watching and li or listening. Again, you can find us on iTunes. Oh, where Ryan? Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on the internet at Armageddon. Everywhere, everywhere. That's where you can find them. And then Abe. I'm Dark Abe now, so you can follow me at Dark Abe everywhere. I think we are all literally about to fall asleep right now. Um, I'm so I know hungry. I have... I'm really good. I I have I need to run errands still, so we're gonna make this fast. You can follow me at Twitter at Cine underscore man. That's C I N E underscore M A N N. On my YouTube channel, and thank you guys again for listening and watching Gone with the Wind. You can find us on Apple podcast but I say itunes again that doesn't exist spotify anchor all that good stuff and please rate and give us five stars five stars and a review i'm gonna try not to do it because i want to you know hear hear the people so thank you guys again it's been the 54th 45th that's the word 45th episode of gone with the wind